Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy Thanksgiving, America. Happy Thanksgiving, America. It does affect us it just in the way that we, uh, like, there's less happen. It feels like there's less happening, like, in the world generally because everybody's taking a break over in the States. And also, like, if you have a favorite show or something, it's not on tonight. In fact, the whole weekend's kind of screwy because of it. Did the Masked Singer last night show last week's episode just out of pure laziness? Yeah, they do that now and again, especially with that show, because everything's canned with that show. So they plan it out strategically to make it the finale when they want the finale to be. So every now and again, you're going to get like a best of the season so far, or uh, right? Those kinds of things or a repeat straight up. And that's exactly what they did. I think they figure, though, ratings wise, and I'm sure there's evidence to this. uh, Less people are going to watch the night before Thanksgiving because they got shit on the go or they're traveling places, right? And in the States, that matters more than here. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> jealous. I really am. America, you guys are having a fucking party down there today, and you're watching your football and doing all the shit, and we're sitting up here in the rain, and it's gray and miserable, and I kind of want turkey, you know? like just, ma- just tell your mom to make it. She will. Can you do that? She probably would. Text if, her? If I texted her right now and said, you know what? I'm kind of feeling like a turkey. She's going to work. Yeah. But. I have a feeling she would probably go out, get a turkey, and throw it in the oven so that all I have to do is take it out. Let me tell you how good living at home is right now. <laughs> I got back to her place yesterday, and I was I was bagged. And she said, I made you soup. And I said, oh, that was nice, Mom. Why? She said, well, it's chicken noodle soup because it's getting cold out. Isn't that adorable? Jesus. I love this VIP treatment, Kat. It's just great. Don't get used to it. I'm going to try not to, but it's fucking hard. Uh, The wildlife seems to be going a little crazy. We've heard stories of moose wandering into school and deers (laughs) wandering into people's condos. I love those stories. As long as nobody gets hurt, I fucking love those stories, though. Now we've got another one. Conservation officials in Burlington say they're monitoring reports of a wild boar that's living on a golf course there. I think it's Burlington Springs because somebody texted us this morning and spotted it just off of Cedar Springs Road. They say there's been one sighting so far, but wild boar are known to reproduce quickly and wreak havoc on ecosystems. Officials are asking anyone who sees the animal to contact the Ministry of Natural Resources. They're also asking you to keep your pets on a leash as wild boar can occasionally be dangerous. How does wild boar get there? Like, is there just literally one wild boar? Or are we talking about like something? I mean, you just said they procreate like crazy. Are we just trusting that it's just one rogue boar that came out of fucking where? Where did it come from? Uh, Did someone house this boar for a while and it escaped? Or it was let go by some asshole pet owner or farm owner? Totally. I could see that happening, by the way, because they're kind of, I mean, they're never cute. Honestly, they're never cute. They're pretty ugly. But maybe as a baby, right? You're like, ah, I'm going to raise this thing like it's as if it's a dog. And then it gets to a certain point where it's huge, you know, fat, ugly, and it eats a lot of food. And you're like, okay, I'm going to release you now. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if that's the case. And I'm not sure if they're going to investigate that. Once hopefully the boar is caught and taken to a nice sanctuary or something like that. A boar sanctuary? I don't know. I believe that's Waterloo Brewing. (laughs) (laughs) Pour the boar. They've got all kinds of great sanctuaries that do take wild animals, though. Even in Ontario. (laughs) So hopefully? Question mark. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Down in the U.S., they've got a problem, Kat. 
The Attorney General Merrick Garland is now directing U.S. attorneys to swiftly prioritize the prosecution of federal crimes happening on commercial flights. The directive comes as federal officials say they face a historic number of investigations into passenger behavior. Hmm. The FAA said earlier this month they've launched 950 investigations into passenger behavior on flights this year. It seems to be the thing to do now. You got to go and get yourself fucking loaded in the lounge and then go on the airplane and be an asshole. If you even make it to the airplane, some people are just being assholes right in the waiting area. And frankly, as long as I personally don't get inconvenienced, I'm here for it. Yeah, it is an inconvenience, though. If you're just trying to mind your business and get on a flight, that's me. I mind my business. I get on the flight. There's rules. I follow those rules. I do everything that they suggest to do. All of the rules? Most of the rules. Well, other than When they bring- say, we're now boarding zone one and you're in zone three, do you stand up and try and get no, in line? No. Oh, I the do. Only rule that I, the only rules that I've ever broken are using those little travel kits to bring on my own rye. That's it. <laughs> and otherwise, I'm perfectly content in my seat with my... Only my diet Coke at hand. (laughs) Wink, wink. Nudgy, nudgy. And my carry-on. And I mind my fucking business. It is amazing how much flying has changed. And it's sad, really, because it used to be a nice, luxurious experience. And you go to the airport, and you go into the lounge, and you have a nice cocktail to calm your nerves before your flight. You have a few more on the flight. If you're a smoker, no problem. There's an ashtray right here in the fucking arm of the seat. All that shit. People used to love flying. It was a party. It was a party. Every time in the sky. Now it's kind of like, don't even look the wrong way or you're getting strip searched. It's it, and it's tense right now. It's the that report you just said does not even surprise me because there are so many things that people have built up tension to begin with and stress. This is a shit time of year for stress and tension as we approach Christmas and holidays generally for people. And you've got COVID screenings and you've got mask requirements and some people fucking hate COVID screenings and fucking hate mask requirements and hate other people. And that I understand. All it takes is for someone to make one wrong move and someone might snap. And that's what happens. This is the thing. And people are snapping like crazy. And they're all ending up in jail. And I fucking love it. I'm here for it. I love the thought of my flight ending with somebody getting carried down in like a fireman's carry down the aisle and thrown in whatever prison it is in the back of the airport. As long as it doesn't divert my flight. That's my fear. I hear what you're saying. But don't you dare when I'm on my way to my destination. Coming home. eh, Okay, maybe. Take me back to somewhere warm. Sure, no problem. But when I'm on my way to my destination... If we have to turn around or make an emergency landing because you're just a prick, I'm not happy at all. And be nice to the flight attendants. They didn't do anything. They don't even want to deal with your shit. Why are you putting them through hell? No. Somebody threw a rum and coke at a flight attendant the other day. Why? Then she's got to sit there for the rest of the flight in sticky, booze-soaked clothes. You're the one who's supposed to be in sticky, booze-soaked clothes, not the flight attendant. Stop being an asshole. Rude. It's so rude, Kat. So, so rude. Uh, They say Sunday is going to be the busiest travel day of the year because so many Americans are returning to wherever the fuck they came from from (laughs) Thanksgiving celebrations. Okay. At one airport in America yesterday, they were telling passengers, you've got to be two and a half hours early for your domestic flight. Like, you're flying New Orleans to Chicago. Two and a half hours before the two and a half hour flight? Fuck off. Well, I'm sure that that does have to do with screening. 
And if let's, especially now, right? Not just, I'm not just talking about your regular screening. Yes, there's the regular screening we've all known for many years. There's also the COVID stuff on top of that. And some people don't understand how to use a fucking kiosk or something like that. Right. It always happens. I can't figure out how to print my boarding pass. And you're waiting behind that person. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it, it, yeah. Pack your patience. Isn't that what they say? Uh, Pack your patience, Scott. Uh, huh. Um... The cost of everything is up. We've talked about it. It's called inflation, and and our prices are the way they are for a number of different reasons. But you can tell this is a real sign of the times with inflation the way it is. Dollar Tree, you know that knockoff dollar store, the knockoff Dollarama? They say they're changing their pricing. It will no longer be everything for a dollar. It's switching to most things for about a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> about about a dollar twenty-five. Nothing was a dollar at the dollar store anyway. No. Why are we still playing this fucking game? Just take the name out of it. Can we just start calling these stores something else? The store. That's they're, all it is. It's the store. They're little convenient places. So why don't we just call them that? I mean, they're not quite convenient stores, so maybe we can find something else. But there's got to be an in-between name we can give them. Yeah, just a store full of things, random things you likely don't need, but you're going to end up buying a lot of shit anyway. I love a dollar store, though. Don't get me wrong. I love a Dollarama, but you all, we all saw it happening, right? Remember when it used to be one buck and then they were like, they, they flipped the script many years ago and it was $2. You get items for $2. So That was scandalous, by the well, way. People at, were losing their shit. But at the same time, the quality of those items w- were greatly improved. You went from like a four-page coloring book to like a 10-page coloring book and sometimes a 20-pager, you know? Or you went from just finding plastic utensils to all of a sudden, holy shit, they're selling real utensils here? What is going on? So then that increased, obviously. Now I think you can buy, I think you buy like $10 items there. It's crazy. So Dollar Tree doesn't surprise me they're going to make that move because they got to step up with the quality. Because if you stay at a dollar, guess what? That's You might as well just call it a bunch of shitty things store. <laughs> a bunch of shitty, breakable, <laughs> terrible items that y- you won't want anyway. Okay, but it's handy if you just need like a birthday card or something like that. Yes. What do you want? It should just be a birthday card store? I don't store? know, a gift bag? I'm trying to think of why I go in there. It's usually birthday cards and gift bags. I mean, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Because it is horse shit. Can we just talk about that for a second? Thank you. Tell, tell everyone what horse shit the dollar store is. Oh, no, I'm talking about the other stores that don't sell cards for a dollar. Why the fuck are we spending $9 on a birthday card? What a waste. It's a total waste. It's a waste of money. Such, oh, guess, guess what? The person who receives that card you gave them, they threw it out the next day. Very next the day. The second you left, they probably didn't threw it Didn't even recycle it, though, don't, asshole. Don't, don't fucking care. <laughs> Tossed it. They didn't care that it's saying, you know, celebration. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Look, if you blow on it, the candle goes out in the car. They didn't give a fuck. They threw it out. You threw out $10. That's all I'm saying. It is a waste of money. It's a fucking waste of money. Hallmark, I'm talking to you. You're good for movies. Cards, fuck off. Hmm. All right. You know what? If that's the hill you want to die on, you go right ahead. I think that's great. <laughs> Fuck Hallmark. Again, the movies. Great. The cards. Why are they so expensive? Mm-hmm. But not everything at the dollar store is a dollar. Like, I was there recently. I went in for a gift bag. <laughs> and <laughs> Did you? I, I swear I did, uh-huh. actually. It, it wasn't a lie. So I went in there for a gift bag, and right at the front, they had those little after eight chocolate bars. Okay. And I wanted one. And I thought, I'm getting a fucking chocolate bar today. And that same chocolate bar that's probably like two seventy five at the Esso station at the corner was like 79 cents at the dollar store. So I'm wondering, 
what's wrong with this chocolate bar that it's a third the price? And I started looking for expiry dates on it and shit, and I couldn't find anything. For all I know, it's not after eight. It's after eight, A-T-E, or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. How did it taste? Uh, minty. Chocolate minty. It was good. Okay. It was fine. I ate it. Of course I fucking ate it. Look at me. But nonetheless, <laughs> it's <laughs> it wasn't even a dollar. So the whole pricing model, it's fucked up. I'm glad they're addressing a concern. It's no longer everything for a dollar. It's most things for around a dollar twenty five. Don't you find though when you're in those stores? So we all know it's dollar store. So in your mind you're thinking I'm gonna buy a bunch of things at two dollars a piece. Let's just go middle of the road. Let's go two, three dollars a piece. But don't you find that when you pick up an item and you're like, oh, it's got a four dollar tag on it. Fuck that. Yeah. But it's you, like they're asking you for a thousand dollars. But you go into Shoppers Drug Mart, for example, and you find something four dollars. You're like, I'll take seven, please. <laughs> because it's all in your mind. It's like, do you want the thing or not? Four dollars is a great deal. Like you said, the price at another store is gonna be three times the price, but still you're like, four fucking dollars. No. <laughs> I'm not buying that. Put this scarf back. <laughs> This watering can for my flowers. <laughs> shit like that. But yes. it's a decorative one that doesn't actually hold any water. Why did I spend money on that? They've got doormats there now. I saw they that. They've got like doormats. they got everything. Some of their Christmas decorations are a little oh, fucking mailed in. That's that's a problem. You and, could decorate your home for Christmas at the dollar store, but it's a lot of wood on your walls. <laughs> it's a lot of wood. And... And you think you see something glitzy, right? This was me. I was like, ooh, because I've got a whole theme going on on one of my shelves for Christmas. And it's uh, like a gold and rose gold sparkle theme, right? I got it all at home since. So I see one glistening from afar at Dollarama. Uh Mm, That matches exactly what I want. I picked it up. No fucking word of a lie. All the sparkles just (laughs) flew right off. Really? Onto the floor. Like a... Like the covered. noise it makes when Santa goes up the chimney. <laughs> I was fucking covered in sparkles. I only touched it like very gently. <laughs> it's like it exploded on me. I was like, what is happening here? So be very careful. Don't touch anything. Speaking of shoppers, because you did mention them, I just want to say, and I'm sure they're a great company and, and they certainly carry a lot of convenient things that all of us need and like. And when they do a sale, their sales are great, but... God damn it. There has to be an easier way to get someone from the back to come up and open another till. Because I was there recently and I heard this poor girl looking at like 15 people in line. And it was like she was fucking begging anyone, even the person that works in the cosmetics department. Somebody please cash too, cash (laughs) too. And I thought, do you want me just to go back and knock on the door or something? Because nobody seems to be listening to you when you ask for help. Oh my God. Did they not have the self-scan? They did have a self-scan. Nobody wanted it or was that busy too? Well, I didn't realize it was there at first, so I sauntered over to the self-scan. I don't even know if that's butting in line. Do I have to wait for everybody else to decline on the self-scan before I go? First come, first serve on that bitch. Absolutely. There could be 10 people in line, but if there's nobody at the self-serve, even if I'm the 10th person in line, I can go to the front of the line at the self-serve. They're dumb and they were the ones that didn't see it or... They feel like they need to be have that person-to-person connection because they think someone's going to scam all of their card info because there are some people who still think that. Or maybe they wanted to buy lotto tickets or any of the other number of things that you have to talk to someone about. But for me, I love the self-scanner. I have no problem with the self-scanner. It works fine. I don't understand what the issue is. Why doesn't Easy. everybody... Why don't they just get rid of that fucking phone where where young teenagers have to beg a, a fully trained coworker Please. to come out? For the love of God, somebody help me! They're overrunning me! 
I'm gonna die! Send somebody to Cash 2 now! And Cash 2 is really just behind Cash 1. I don't understand why it was such a big fucking ordeal. But anyway, if you are in the back at Shoppers right now, even if you're on your break, why don't you just peek your head out the door? Let's just see if Janine needs some help, okay? <laughs> um... Yesterday, the provincial government announced something, and I mentioned it casually today in the news, and I didn't realize that we'd get as much response as we did to it. But yesterday, the provincial government, Doug Ford, Ford Ford, he announced like, Fuck that, you, Doug, that Ford? That, fuck you, Doug. <laughs> I don't even know where that drop is since we moved to the new studio. We, we, I gotta find we'll, that we'll, again. Don't worry, we'll bring it back, y'all. You know what? He's on a roll right now with good common sense announcements, That's and I think true. people are generally okay with Doug. But sooner or later, he's going to muck the whole thing up. And as soon as he does, fuck you, Doug. <laughs> it's coming back. We'll be ready. Uh, yesterday, though, he did do something important, and this got a lot of people's attention. $90 million being invested over three years to promote skilled trades to young people. The province has hired 63 recruiters that are going to visit 800 schools and encourage students to pursue a skill or a skilled trade career. Hmm. They estimate as many as one in five jobs. 20% of all the jobs in this province are going to be in the skilled trades by 2025. The average age of somebody that gets into the trades, 29. That's high. Wow. That's like right up there with lawyers and doctors. Wow. The average age of someone in the trades, a third of them are approaching retirement age. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, when okay, you... listen. When we all have to figure out how to fix our own goddamn no, refrigerators no, and dishwashers because no. nobody went into the trades, you're going to realize that this is a problem. But no. we can't have a third of one-fifth of the workforce retire and nobody to pick up the slack. There's too much shit to be done. When you're saying that they're working on people to help with the recruitment going into schools, is that correct? Was that high school specific? I'm just curious what age they're starting this at. I don't know. But, I mean, let's be honest. For a while, and I don't know if, if it even still exists, because I personally don't experience this, but there is a stigma attached to the trades, or there was a stigma attached to the trades. When I was in high school, you had an option. You could go to your OAC year if you're going on to university. After grade 12, you'd go on to college. Weren't doing either of them, you were going into the trades. It was sort of billed as the occupation for people who couldn't get into university. Oh, you couldn't, eh? Okay, well, you're just going to be a mechanic. Oh, you couldn't do it. All right, you're going to be an AC, really? HVAC guy. That was definitely, and teachers were even doing that. I remember a math teacher saying, if you don't pay attention, you're going to end up being a plumber. When everybody else in here is going off to work on computers. Which is such a horrible thing to say. I don't think do you know how much money plumbers make? Yeah, like, do you, does that person, you could probably get fired today saying something like that. You could. You can't belittle professions, especially professions we do need. Who's going to unclog that fucking teacher's toilet? Good luck, dickbag. Like, that's terrible. A hundred percent it's terrible. So for what it's worth, the government is going to offer, and this is for people that are in one profession and realize they fucked the whole thing up and they've got to go to another profession. <laughs> and like, By the way, there's a lot of people, though, that either are in that scenario where they fucked it up or they just want to change. Mm -hmm. They sit at a desk all day, clicking and clacking away on a computer, and they're like, nah, I want to work with my hands. I want to work with people. I want to get into a trade. Right. There's also a lot of people that don't want to work and they figure that if they do their data entry job or they answer the phones or maybe they stock the shelves in a store, 
That means they're not going to have to stick a plunger in a toilet. That means they're not going to have to uh, put somebody's snow tires on or replace a dishwasher. We still need people to replace dishwashers and put tires on. I'll tell you, Kat, if I could do it again, knowing what I know now, and I have a choice between a pretty reliable, steady income, for the most part, depending on which trade you go into, Mm -hmm. and job security for life, because it's such an over, or it's a profession that just doesn't have enough people in it, or doing the rat race that I'm doing now, I would probably take the trade. Yeah. Because the money is fantastic. I would take the trade. I would take the trade. When you look at what's happening right now, too. And I mean, who would have known? And stuff changes through through time, as we all know. But right now, the demand is so high. Electricians, for example, are working their asses off. Sure they are. Most, most of the time, especially if they're out, you know, helping people with renovations right now. And there's a shit ton of people who are renovating. Mm-hmm. You know, anything in that, in that category. I think, it's a, I think it's a good thing. And like you said, they, they, there is good pay. There's really good pay. And if you want to work the emergency, like, 24-hour type deal, Leo, even more money. Absolutely. And it's worth every penny. Uh, I think that's good, and I think it's great that they're going into schools to give people options. Because one of the biggest problems we have right now is people go all through their education only to realize... They didn't take the right classes for what they actually want to do because they couldn't decide what they wanted to do. And another stigma I'll bring up that I hope that they're planning to stop with this is let's encourage more women in the trades. Yes. Why do we not have more women in the trades? And there are some people who just maybe feel like, oh, I don't want to have to like, you know, be around guys all the time. So that's why that's a terrible that's a terrible decision to make a reasoning for the decision you made just because, oh, it's too male dominated. So that'd be weird. No, let's encourage more females. So I hope that they have a lot of female recruiters as part of that to show them. You want to be an electrician, sweetie? You're going to make good fucking money and you're going to be very handy around the house, too. I like that. Is there any trades? Sorry, I say I keep using electrician. There's many trades. Sure there are. <laughs> There's a shit ton of trades. I don't know. Welder. I don't know anything. Bricklayer. Bricklayer. Name it. There's a ton of them. Which one would you do? If you could do it all over again and you were going to get into a trade and I said, Kat, the government's putting up 28 grand in essentially OSAP. That was going to be my point is that the government is going to pay people that want to transition from their current career to something they're not currently trained in. So you can get a second career. They'll give you 28 grand for your education and expenses while you're getting your education. Then you go off into that new field. 28 grand's on the table, Kat. Oh, damn. But you're leaving this business to go into something that you're not currently trained for. What would you do? I feel like I would, well, I keep saying electrician for a reason because I was, you know, I, I feel like I could probably, I could probably do that if I was trained well enough. It's a lot of organization, a lot of understanding how it works. Because there's electricians right now going, yeah, sure, you could do it. <laughs> it would take, takes a lot of, I mean, it takes a lot of schooling. You have to get educated on it, obviously. There's three wires. There's the live one, the black one, the white one, and the orange one. It's fine. It's, it's fucking easy. No, it doesn't <laughs> seem, nothing about it seems easy, but that's kind of why I like it. I also think that I would, that the reason why, and I know there's electricians that still have to work outside, but I feel like gen, generally that's a mostly indoor activity and that's where I want to be. Because otherwise, I'd maybe say welder. I like playing with fire. That sounds fucking great. You get to wear that cool mask so all cool. the time. Yeah, and this big whatever the what are they like onesie that looks fucking. It's not called a onesie, but it's looks don't think fucking it comfortable. I don't, think that's I don't know what it is, but it's like that Breaking Bad get up. Give me that shit. I like it. I want to look like I'm about to cook some fucking meth all day. That's what I want to do. Is that considered a trade? Because there's quite a few people in that trade in this area. See, I know. I What's need, your trade? Oh, I, I make here, meth. I'm you, a chemist. <laughs> Fuck. 
a chemist. That's not a trade. And by the way, speaking of which, I don't, I don't know enough off the top of my head, and that's also a problem. So let's allow people to learn about these. Learn about these roles. Fuck. Okay, keep going. Today, the kids start getting vaccinated in Toronto and in Windsor and in places that were ready to go with their vaccine appointments. And they, what was it like? Just tens and tens of thousands of appointments booked in Toronto. They're thinking yeah. that based on the appointments that are booked so far, they could get the kids their first shots in like two weeks. We could be done the kids in Toronto. Wow. And in a lot of areas. Before Christmas, they could all have their first shot. Oh, absolutely. Incredible. The thing is, there's not a ton of them booked. I mean, the initial numbers on the first day were great. Holy cow, 63,000 appointments just on the provincial portal, just in the first two hours. Would you say that any parent who wants to get their kid vaccinated, they're the in that category of, yep, I absolutely want it done as soon as possible. They've probably made an appointment at this point, right? They've had about a week to do it now. I would think so. There, there, a few days. There are going to be a few stragglers that kind of wait to see how many others around them and stuff like that. But I'd say majority, yes. So if that's the the point, if half, for example, are already in the system, they've got their shots booked. Based on those appointments, we can get those done real quick, like in a couple of weeks. Okay. What about the other half? What are those parents waiting for? I'm really curious. Did you just not want to go through the lines? Didn't have time? Did you forget? Or are you one of those people that isn't quite sure if you're ready to get your kid a shot yet? I think they're not quite ready. And I know people who aren't quite ready yet who haven't signed their kids up yet. And Mm -hmm. that's their choice. That's that's all their choice. And I don't know what I, I couldn't tell you what they're waiting on. If they're waiting to see if it will be a requirement for next school year, which people are already rumbling about. I know. I hear uh, it too. You know, and I'm not, I have no idea what they're going to do. Do you have a feeling or is it even worth discussing if we have a feeling? Because they're not going to say anything about it until summer of 2022. That's when you're going to hear about it. I can guarantee that nothing's going to get said about it before the election in June. But I imagine this summer is going to be a very controversial one for parents Teachers, teacher unions, they're all going to go. But nobody's going to rock the boat before that election. If they do, geez, I don't even know. Did you hear that? I did. I don't even know what that was. It's a lot of clicking and clacking happening. New studio, broken already. (laughs) Day two, we fucked it up. I decided to be the electrician in here and I fucked everything up. (laughs) Crossed a bunch of wires. I don't know what I'm doing. So I connect the black and white one together, right? (laughs) Yeah, you do. Hold still. Uh, Yeah, nobody's going to do anything before the provincial election because let's be honest, it's basically political suicide to do it. Even if it is the right thing to do or if it's the wrong thing to do, it's not politically advantageous. Just maintain the status quo and don't piss anyone off. That's Doug's philosophy for the next six months. Do no harm. I'll tell you, though, we are seven weeks away from the Vax passports going away. If they stick to their current timeline. Mm -hmm. And frankly, Kat, based on this, Dr. Christopher Simpson, I don't know why we wouldn't. But here's the story. The head of the agency overseeing the Ontario health system says a province-wide reduction in services is now less likely to happen. Even though COVID cases are rising during the current wave of this pandemic, Dr. Christopher Simpson says... Intensive care capacity has been increased in the province's hospitals, allowing them to handle more severely ill COVID patients than in previous waves. The trigger point at which hospitals would be ordered to ramp down non-urgent procedures 
is now closer to 250 to 300 people in intensive care. That's up from the 150 threshold that we had this time last year. Mm. So we've, we're already under 150. Yeah. That's great. The fact that we could double our ICU capacity right now and still be okay tells me there's no reason that they can't stick to that timeline. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, I hope that it happens soon. I just wonder what happens to the people that got fired for not being vaxxed. When they eliminate the passports, do those people get rehired or are they just done? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know if they're going to give us any clear answer on that anytime soon. We know you're an x-ray technician, but if you considered a career in the trades, because <laughs> we'll give you $28,000 if you want to lay some brick at this new home development. You'd look really good in a helmet. I'm just saying. <laughs> really good in yellow. Real good. Uh, give us a quick update before we wrap it up. How's your reno going? Uh, Reno's going really well, although I do feel like a bit of a squatter. Like yesterday, I, I went home for a little bit, and um, and that was fine. I was going to take a meeting at home, but it was they're busy. Like, they've got shit going on. And they were upstairs and downstairs um, trying to, uh, you know, power everything and make everything work okay before they lay the floor today. I believe they're laying the floor down, new flooring down today. So I felt in the way, even though I was tucked off to the side in the separate like guest bedroom wing area of the basement, I was like way in the basement, way out of the way. And I still felt like, you know what? I'm going to let these guys have their space, uh, even though they were like, no, we're good. They're they're fantastic. That crew. I'm so glad they're working on my place. I trust them. But I'm going to that said, I'm going to stay away. Uh, I got to go pick up the dog today from from doggy daycare. He's been there for a few days. And was it ten dollars a day? It was not like Trudeau promised. Trudeau's a lying son of a bitch. Where's the doggy daycare discount? Mind you, I, I yeah, and, the, and Leo got the full VIP treatment, so I don't even know if he wants to come home. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop him back off home, and hopefully he uh, he stays out of the way. But it's going really well, thank you. I'll continue to update you. I still don't have a kitchen. I had dinner at my neighbor's, my next door neighbor's last night. Did they know you were coming, or did you just show up with the kids? <laughs> I just showed up. No, I'm kidding. I didn't. <laughs> What's no. for dinner? They knew what was going on. So they're like, come for dinner. And I was expecting like, I was like, this is so nice of you guys, you know, and what can I do? What can I bring? I'll go. Nope. Don't bring anything. And she's a terrific cook. Oh my gosh. We had steak and they had the whole line, steak, salad, mashed potatoes. We had roasted cauliflower. We had the girl. They even thought about the girls. So they had stuff for the girls too. It was incredible. This is fantastic. And she baked a fresh cheesecake. Stop. I know. Now I understand what life living with your mother must be like. Yeah. It was amazing. Was your husband like, see how it's done? Yeah. Like, honestly, <laughs> I was, no, I looked at him. I'm like, this is not going to happen. <laughs> you, you can come to Mary's house anytime you want this. She's right next door. And that was the best part about it, by the way. Had some wine with him, sat down, nice dinner. Oh, it's the kid's bedtime. Just walked five feet to my door and that's put a, them to bed. It's the best deal. That's a great way to yeah. get out of having to socialize too much. You could literally eat and run. Ah, sorry, I got the girls. Got to go. <laughs> you want to borrow one sometime? Maybe, <laughs> actually. I'm always looking for an excuse to bail. Uh, okay, before we go, tomorrow is Black Friday. Yes. Big day for all the shopping deals, and they say that there are some deals to be had. Yep. But I'm going to give Kat a quiz here, and you guys can play along whether okay. you're listening at home, at work, or in the car. Is Black Friday a holiday? No. Hmm? No. No? No. You're right. It's not. However, they point out many states will encourage their businesses to give employees a day off so they too can go out and shop. Unfortunately, some people have to work. Otherwise, the people, there is no Black Friday. The people in retail are like, I work double time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Multiple choice. 
When was the first Black Friday? Mm. Was it 1960, 1980, 1924? 1980. 1924 was the first time they had Black Friday. What was the, was the purpose just discounts on goods? Was that the purpose of it? Like the same premise? Like, hey, one day only, this is a, well, which never is one day only, but this is a day where you get to have stuff on sale? Is that what it was? The original point was exactly where Black Friday came from. Black Friday is the day when traditionally you've paid off all the expenses that you have to pay for your business for the year, and then you're in the black. If you're in the red, you still owe money. If you're in the black, you're good. They call it Black Friday because if it overall, between inventory and salaries and electricity and rent, if it costs you a hundred grand to run your business, in and around Black Friday, you should have made a hundred grand. So every dollar you bring in between Black Friday and the end of the year is your profit. Oh, I didn't. That's where even that came from. Know that. I, so it really does not have much to do with Thanksgiving then. It has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Wow. The Americans are fucked. Like, what are you guys honestly, doing on a Thursday afternoon having turkey? Come that's on. That's unbelievable to me. I did not know that. Wow. Well, you kind of shit on my next question. How did Black Friday get its name? <laughs> <laughs> you were gung-ho in explaining that, though. You gave us every detail. You know what, though? You know what I just realized, too? Canadian Tire. Today has what they call Red Thursday, don't they? They do. So by based on your explanation of Black Friday, are we just to expect that Canadian Tire wants to fuck us and put us in the red with their sale today? Yeah, that okay. it's like a reverse Black Friday. Black Friday, they're profitable. Red Thursday is you're fucked. You're going into the red. It's that guy, Gary. Gary from Canadian Tire, fuck you. <laughs> Actually, they're... Yeah. I'm kidding. Their deals are terrific. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I was looking at their flyer. And they've got good. a Roomba for half it's off. Good. There's a soda stream... Soda for, streams like fifty bucks or something. What is it? No, I, I'm probably I'm probably gonna misquote it. It's incredible. I was just looking at the flyer too. Did your flip give you a notification? No, like four different people texted it to oh, me. Really? Yeah, look at this. This is great, great. Uh, yeah, look at that. That's a real cheap Roomba. Boom. Yeah. I have a home. See, they don't even. They're not even paying us for this. But I'll tell you that if you need a Christmas tree. The Red Thursday sale. If you're listening on Thursday, Canadian Tire will have you covered. Sixty percent off a of Noma. That's pretty good. Yeah, but it's only six and a half feet tall. That's not much bigger yeah. than me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a bigger tree than that. <laughs> you don't want to hover over your Christmas tree? What, am I putting it in a windowsill? <laughs> no, I'd like a real fucking Christmas tree, please. You don't feel like a, like a big elf and that's a little elf? Oh, speaking of Christmas trees, let me ask you one more thing. And now we're getting long. But I just want to ask you one thing, how I handle this. Because you're good at the sensitivities of okay. these things. All right. So, girlfriend, Italian, mm-hmm. she likes her Christmas tree. To be wrong, she just has white lights and ribbons on it. White lights, ribbons, angel on the top. Me, I like colored lights. I want the red and the blue and all that shit. She looked at me like I had two heads, like I was making her tree tacky. Yeah. Do we need to have two trees? Do I have to conform every other year? Does she have to conform every other year? You should probably put yours in the bed. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Why would I do that? Because it's... I have to agree with your girlfriend on this. I I don't like multicolor. I've got white. I've got ribbons. And the ribbons have to coordinate with everything else. So if I'm going with a red theme that year, my pillowcases match the red ribbon that I put on. Actually, there's red and gold. I have both. I have red and, and gold, like a rose gold. Remember I was telling you about all those things? So uh-huh. everything kind of matches. So multicolored to me... It's a little cheesy. That's what she said. It is. I don't understand why. It is. We grew up on red uh, and green. That's where Christmas 
That's the no. color origination. Do you put like, if you were to put Christmas lights up, when you do get your place next year, if you were to choose Christmas light colors outside of your house, yeah. there's a wrong answer here, by the way. What, uh, what, what are you choosing? I'm going to put up the multicolored oh, strand. Oh, wrong answer. What? People love lights. It doesn't need to be a white light. Why can't we have colored lights? It's Christmas for God's sake. Yeah, that's uh Yeah, I I'm I am i am going to side with your girlfriend on that one. Oh, fuck off. You're just <laughs> Just make her happy. You can have your tree that's though. That's all I do. <laughs> She's got to be like ecstatic at this point. Put your tree in the basement and shut up. <laughs> So I have my own tree, but it has to go downstairs where no one's going to see it. That That's what I have to do here? That's probably she'll agree. Well, she's running around for ammo, too. She's phoning all her girlfriends like, he wants to put colored lights on the tree. And then all her girlfriends are all, whoa, hey, no, ah, forget about it. Bullshit. No, it's Christmas. We do multicolored lights on the tree. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. For me, it's a white light ribbon. I'm I'm with her. When, and I bet you it looks gorgeous. I bet you the tree looks stunning. I can't even look at it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have yourselves a fantastic Thursday. And to our American friends and listeners, happy Thanksgiving to you. Mm-hmm. Consider doing this in October next year like the rest of us. Do it. It's better. And tomorrow, we'll be back with another episode of After 9. Dave Blizzard's going to join us. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.